Welcome back to Primetime Kansas City. Today we're going to go over the divisional round of the playoffs while recapping the wild card round of the playoffs. The Chiefs had to play in the wild card round for the first time in the Mahomes era. Came out with a 42 to 21 win. The guys are going to give their takes on that, and we're also going to dive into all four games this upcoming weekend, including I think it's going to be the best game of the weekend. Bills Chiefs should be a lot of points. The over under I believe is 54 and a half. So. I mean, that's pretty high for January football. Um, yeah. So we'll get into that. We'll get into race for the 10 seed. We'll get into some other shenanigans throughout the podcast. But let's go ahead and start it off with uh, Chief Steelers go back to last weekend. And, John, I mean, I know it's Pittsburgh, but what do you take from that game? I mean, are you convinced this Chiefs team can beat Buffalo? What, what do you think? So, um. I, look, I don't want to take a ton from the Pittsburgh game overall because I think they're pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and on one hand, I don't want to get too down about how horrendous the first, like, 20 minutes of that game was. And I don't want to get too excited about how incredible they looked for the rest of it because, right. once again, it's Pittsburgh. Um, the, the things I will say is that, obviously, this offense still has those periods where they can't get the motor running. Mm-hmm. And they also have the periods where they can fire it up you know, strong like they did for pretty much the entire period of that game after the second quarter. Um, you know, it's interesting. I think we finally saw some of those vintage Mahomes plays, which is weird because yeah. we haven't seen a ton of them this year. But he was making some of those throws that were just, I mean, it was like, holy hell. Yeah. Um, so, look, I don't take a ton from Pittsburgh, but it was nice to get the win. Nice to end Big Ben's career. <laughs> um, I'm still a little hoarse from the game somehow. Um as but yeah, look, it um, it could be worse. I think we have a tough one ahead of us. We absolutely can win, but it will be difficult. But look, it's an arrowhead, so you never know. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been saying this this weekend, and it's no disrespect towards Tennessee or Cincinnati, but I really do feel like this is the AFC championship game. I do too. I, I just think whoever wins this comes out of the oh. AFC. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that, Josh. Why? Why do you not think? Why do you think Tennessee or Cincinnati could beat either Kansas City or Buffalo? Because I feel like the consensus around the league right now is Kansas City and Buffalo are the top two in the AFC. And let me say, I think Cincinnati could beat because they're no. I think Cincinnati could beat us. No. Way. Okay. I just entirely disagree you... with that statement. Okay. Like... No. No. Okay. Look, Joe Burrow. Yes, had to have the best game of his career. Yes. And it same with Jamar like Chase. Fourteen officiating so many calls. Yeah. So many calls at home. But you still have to, yeah, at home. I, I, okay, let me say this. I think the Bengals have a better chance winning the championship than the Titans. I should have said it like that. I disagree. I disagree as well. Tennessee <laughs> I think is the, the Bengals most are gonna win this week. one seed I've ever seen. Like this. Okay, well, look, you don't know what how many snaps Derek Henry is gonna get. I don't care. He could get all hundred percent. Okay, no, I think they're gonna lose. Tennessee went six and so, three without Derrick Henry. Like they're more than Derrick Henry. And they're just yeah, but aren't, they're, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This nobody wants a good to talk about this. Football. I will say that. So I guess, uh, I guess we're gonna preview first game of the weekend now: Titans Bengals because we're already getting into a debate about it. Yeah, um, and just wait, do previews up, to talk up, about. Hold last up. Week. Wait one second. Wait one second. Okay. Before we even do any of that. Yeah. Uh, would you like to go over standings? Oh, from last week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. Who, who did the best last week? All right. Um, John's 1-0. and Me and you are 0-1. In what? Hold up. Just let me do the math. Th- talk you about, didn't even have the math talk on. Talk about the last one. You pisser. Um, yeah, I'll just go over last weekend briefly throughout some of the games. Um, mm-hmm. Bengals-Raiders was a really good one. Uh, Bengals won that game. You got to give the Raiders a lot of credit, though. Like, that, <laughs> that team... It felt like, you know, when Derek Hart got strip sacked, that that thing was just going to get out of control, and somehow that team continued to fight. It it was and ridiculous. They could have won the game. They got all the way the down to the ten yard line. Yeah. I will say, I was watching that game on the treadmill at the gym, and when they went up at the ten and spiked it with like thirty five seconds left, I was like, holy, sh-, like why? Like that to me <laughs> was one of like there was a lot of clock management issues this weekend, but that to me was just like, bro, you just wasted a down. Yeah, yeah, that was stupid. And, and look, at one thing about that is that if you're going to do that, why would you spike it? Just run a play, and yeah. if it's if you have to go short, just throw it at his feet. 
I mean, I you're really not, don't know what to say. You're not it's, fighting time there either, because it's like no. Whenever they, um, whenever they threw that interception on fourth and goal to end the game, there was still like 15 seconds left. So you weren't fighting time. Like you were close. No, enough. you had time to get your no huddle look out there and yeah. try to pick up some yards. I mean, yeah, I, I get you want to stop the clock. I get all of that, but there right, are ways you can do play. it without sacrificing an entire down run you know? a play if so. there's nothing there throw it away like it's better than just clocking it and yep. you know i'm not saying that made the difference but it really could have i mean that was the difference between three shots at the end zone and four i mean that's a yep. that matters at the 10 yard line so that was that game cincinnati mm-hmm. was their first playoff game in 31 years the saturday night game i fell asleep at halftime uh 47 17 the bills played the first perfect game in nfl history seven drives seven touchdowns uh, part of me likes that though, because that just means that they're due for regression this week. Yeah, I mean they're gonna have to play a little, and they're gonna have to play worse, right? Like, <laughs> Can't play better. In some capacity, they're not gonna score every drive against us. Um, so yeah, I'll take it. And I don't know. Look, I always want to deny this notion, but I never know. But maybe, um, maybe the Bills opened up too much of the book last week. We'll see. I that's the one thing I'm holding out hope for. <laughs> Sunday slate, you had uh, Tampa, Philly. There's no need to talk about it. Nope. Um, then you had the most entertaining game, which I figured yeah. it would be, Dallas yeah. and San Francisco. Holy hell, Garoppolo almost gave that game away. Like, mm-hmm. there was multi- the interception in the fourth quarter, and then the one that just drove me nuts was how do you not got get your guys set for a fourth and inches quarterback sneak? Like, that was yeah. ridiculous. Like, that's... I don't know if you've seen it, but yeah. on the final on the final seconds, Dak uh, spotted the ball three yards away from the line of scrimmage. So like he kind of screwed his own team. So when really, yeah. At it let's too. talk about that because people are kind of upset about, or at least Cowboys fans are, and I know there's other people that are like they they should have had a second. They should have had two seconds. If you're running a play in that situation where everything has to go perfect to at least have a second on the clock, that's a bad play. Like you. It's I'm say this: If you're running with 14 seconds left with your season on the line, like literally running a run play, yeah, I don't think you should be in the playoffs. No, that's it, not good play calling, and, and that's what you called out early in the out, season, Jackson, that this would happen. The cop out at the press conferences for coaches used to be, whenever they'd call a play that didn't work, or whenever they made a decision that didn't work, they'd say, "Well, I was going with my gut," because you can't disprove someone's like that's you can't prove it. Mike McCarthy gets up there after the end of the game and he goes, well, we talked with our analytics department and they thought that was the right play at the time. What analytics department thought running up the middle with no timeouts with under 15 seconds was the right play? Just absolutely ridiculous. But I said it all year long. You're right, Josh. Like They were going to lose and they were going to fall short because of Mike McCarthy, and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is this. Yeah. If, let's say, they do get the second left and let's say they do score on the touchdown, this is a totally different story and we'll be praising it. It's just a game of seconds when it comes no, down to it. I still wouldn't praise it's that terrible... play call. Okay, but I'm just saying it's a terrible way to end the season. It is. I don't agree with the play calling, but if he would have got down with a second left, people would have been like, well, of course that worked. I mean, no one saw them running the ball. I mean, it just no, didn't that... go their way. I mean... Well, like you second, said, everything had to go yeah, perfect, and yeah. I guess that was the best possibility. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're running a play, and I know it was a desperate time, like you're down to your last 15 seconds, but if you're running a play where everything has to go absolutely perfect to have a second left, that's just probably not the right play. You had 14 seconds. Throw it to the boundaries. They're playing 10 yards off your receivers. They've been – it's just ridiculous. The second I saw Dak take off up the middle, I figured he was going to, like, pitch it or something – Nope, quarterback draw to end the season. That was just, and and then Dak at the at press least conference. Dak's legs is, is okay. Da- yeah, Dak and you know other Cowboys fans and players are like, well, the ref should have gotten there and spotted it, bro. You're asking like a 50 year old man to run from midfield to like the 20 yard line in that amount of time and get it spotted, like, and Dak didn't even hand him the ball, so. Dallas 100% deserved to lose that game. They committed the most penalties out of any team on uh, over the weekend, so they deserve that loss. And then Sunday night we went over. Monday night, 
I can no longer say Matt Stafford doesn't have a playoff win. Unfortunately, my narrative is dead. That was the big fuck you, Jackson Ogden, from Matthew Stafford. However, however, was that really Matthew Stafford, or was that no. just the Cardinals being completely terrible? Because Matthew the Stafford, Cardinals- that was Kyler Murray showing his true colors. It was the first time. This this stat actually made me think. This was crazy. It was the first time in Matthew Stafford's career he played. He threw less than twenty passes in a game ever, ever. He's been in the league for like what, fifteen years, fourteen, thirteen years now. It's the first time that's ever happened, and they they won the game. He went thirteen for seventeen. So that shocks you to not have had one game where you threw less than 20 passes. Like, I, I don't know. I think just about like, the games, the teams he's been on. Like, I know. I'm just saying, like, losing. ever, like, you figure eventually that would have happened. But regardless, I mean, he did what he needed to do to win. I'm not going to knock Stafford. He played really, you know, he played really well. He did what he needed to do. The Cardinals, I this might be an overreaction, but I, I think it might be time to move off of Kingsbury. I don't care that they made the playoffs this year. It's been the same thing every single year since 2013 with that guy. But, every single season that that guy's head them coach. Not having D-Hop, them not having D-Hop, you have to say, was a huge loss. I agree with you on yeah. that. But you go back to, and this is a comparison that I like to make, is go back to 2019, games that Devontae Adams has not been playing, the Packers are 7-0. and like Good teams find a way to win regardless of who's out there. Okay, that's fair, but let's be honest here. We're talking about sacking Kirk Kingsbury, who, look, at the end of the day, he, he, I mean, for one, you're using a comparison to him in college, which I think is a little bit rough. But it's the same thing. We're talking about, also just like, compared. You did just compare Kyler Murray to Aaron Rodgers, pretty much. Yeah, and to a league where how good you are is largely dependent on how well you get people to come to your school. But anyway... Um, I don't look, I think in the NFL this year, it's really tricky to do that because we've seen how bad coaches can be. Like there are a lot of bad coaches in this league and there are a lot of bad coaches that are going to get hired this off season. Um, I really think he's a little too good to get fired year three right now. I'm not debating that he's like, I don't think he's, but it's been, I don't think he's on like a hot seat, but I don't think he's safe. No, No, I think it doesn't go good. Yeah. I understand like the college to pro comparison isn't necessarily like apples to oranges or, you know, it's not the easiest thing to compare, but three seasons with the Cardinals, all three seasons, it's been the same thing. They've started off either good or at least average. And then they've just completely fallen apart at the end. You just have to wonder like, he opens the, do they just figure this guy out? Like every year he just empties the playbook until like Halloween. And then after that, that is fair. Who knows about that? Hey, I got a little developing news. It's not NFL related, but this is pretty big. Okay. Robot umpires to be used in triple a for 2022. Ooh. Yeah. That is very interesting. That that's a good step. I believe. I think, yeah, I feel can, like, sorry. I feel like I had to mention that before I forgot about it. No, I mean, I, quick, I, aside I here, it's insane that balls and strikes at least aren't called by an umpire that should or be, a robot. Umpire. That should be robot. Umpire. How, how can a human even call balls and strikes accurately? Like I'm fine. We with, I'm ridiculous. fine with umpires calling, uh, foul, fair and safe out. Cause that's, you know, challengeable. So it's like, even if they get it wrong, you can fix it. But ball yeah, strikes has like whatever. Ball strikes has to be computer because you can't challenge it. So it's yeah. And I, especially when we have that box right there on the screen. Yeah. Ever since that's we been introduced. Like, ever since that's been introduced, it's just made umpires look so much worse. Yeah. It it literally like and then there's the the hilarious um what's his name Joe West with his last game they took it off and yeah. like no one realized how terrible he was. Well, I think it's like. <laughs> So consider it like I think it makes starting pitching like almost impossible because like think about it as like a kicker in the NFL if like every game the goalpost was different that's basically yeah. what it is for a pitcher. Well, and it's it's not even as much a problem like like there's the narrative that he has this strike zone which like yes there's like the applied box or whatever but I mean most of the time it's just like oh he missed that call like don't claim it's your different strike zone like you missed the call right it was a ball. And it's not like, Um, it it feels like it's not even like, oh, this guy typically calls, it'd be one thing if it's like, all right, this umpire typically calls high strikes balls. No, it's like one night he might, and the next night the same guy might not call it. Like, it's completely subjective, which 
it's really not a subjective thing. It's either a ball or a strike, and we literally have an obvious way to see that now, and it is completely being ignored. So good for good for that. I'm glad that we're at yeah. least moving towards that. Um, that is there's your little baseball, baseball two minute chat for you. If we have baseball, so uh, but yeah, that'll do it for Wild Card Weekend. Josh, what are the standings? I really don't want to say them now, but oh, it's, I know um, I did terrible. So go ahead. You're not in last place. Woohoo! But you're not in first place, yeah. <laughs> and neither is Josh. Read them John off. went five and one. What did he miss? He missed Eagles. Ah, uh, plus eight. Ah, uh, dude, I think the Raiders missed tonight. that. Yeah, you did pick the Raiders, and you didn't want to. You only did it because we picked the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the bullshit. Because at the end of the last episode, John said this. He's like. Man, I really wanted to pick a lot of underdogs because underdogs have been proven to win in wild card weekend. Fucking one higher seed won this week. Yeah, no, yeah, most like, of the time the wild card won. Most of the time wild card the favorite does win. No, like, I wasn't talking about winning. I was just talking against the spread. The covers. underdog is yeah, like covers. ridiculously good in in um anyway, wild card weekend. But yeah. Second place comes to Jackson at 3 and 3. <laughs> and I'm 2 and 4. All right. That's Sick. All right. Let's go I, on. I did start off. I did start off 0-3. I did not want a single game on Saturday or on the first on Saturday. First yeah, I didn't want a single games. game on Saturday. Yeah, first three games. All right, let's get it. So. All right, divisional weekend. This is honestly like my favorite weekend of the season. Yeah, I think this yep. is like where you get the best. You have enough games with them all being good. Like every team left can win the Super Bowl. Eh, and maybe not Cincinnati. But. Let's go ahead and get into it. Is there's no Sunday noon game. Would you let me ask you this before we get into it? Yeah. Would you take a Saturday night football game for th- and only that on Saturday for three NFL games on Sunday? Nah, 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 nah. I like the, I like no, the two Saturday two Sunday. I like the two Saturday two Sunday. Um, okay, yeah, we so let's go screwed. ahead. Never mind. All of these odds are provided by Caesar or just the ESPN odds. I'm on ESPN right now. Bengals at Titans to open up the weekend. Tennessee, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Whoever wants to get started, go ahead. Who's in last place? Josh? Yeah, go. Josh, Josh gets to go first. No, I don't have no, to go first. No it, doesn't, no, it doesn't matter now, and I'm not no, going, you're first. going first. No, you're going first. I need to write down everything, so okay, no, I'm fair. not going okay, I'm going to go first. I love okay, Titans minus three-and-a-half here. What was the line? Yes, I do, too. I Titans do too. minus three-and-a-half here. Look, I like the Bengals. I think we can all admit they have the worst roster left. Like, they are not supposed – this was supposed to be a rebuild year for them. Like, they weren't supposed to be here. But, but between Baltimore's injuries and Cleveland's falloff, they were kind of the team that was left. And they deserve credit. Burrow's, you know, at this point an elite quarterback. But Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Like, you cannot say that this team just won due to other teams falling off. You're telling they me – They won the division. They didn't – you're they didn't me, make a wild card spot. You they won tell games me that, that the Ravens most. and Steelers like shatting their pants the whole year didn't kind of give them. If the Baltimore, division. Baltimore okay, is eight. The Ravens, I will give you. The Ravens, I will give you this. The Steelers, so the no, I will no, not. Steelers, give you the no. Steelers. But also, well, Cleveland no, but, falling off a cliff was like another. Yeah, Baker sorry, just I forgot a about ter- them. Terrible year. But regard, I, I'm giving them credit. I'm saying they deserved it. Like they have done what they needed to do. I just think they're the worst team left. And so I'll take Tennessee. I think a week off. Even if Derrick Henry plays half the snaps, that's, you know, a huge deal. And something nobody will talk about because nobody really gives a shit about D-line, O-line. The Bengals lost Larry Ogun- Ogunjobi, I think that's how you say his name, who is good for one and a half yards a game, or one and a half yards a carry. He is worth one and a half yards a carry according to advanced metrics. So what does that mean? That means Derrick Henry is going to be getting an extra one and a half yards per carry, and he already averages four. Uh, you're talking about five and a half yards of carry now, potentially. Okay, okay, come on now, let's not do that. It's I'm, they lost their best is, D tackle. That is not how to use numbers, man. They just lost their best D tackle. Like I are... know, but I'm I'm just saying that's okay. Well, look, and it's fine. You can say he's going to do better, but mainly, like, I'm not saying uh, they uh, will average five and a half yards, but yeah. when a guy no, throughout I... the season has been worth one and a half yards per run, like that's how much he's been worth stopping. That's a big miss. That's a big miss. No, that's fair. That's fair. Anyway. And, yeah, but regardless, yeah, I really like the Titans here, minus three and a half. Yeah. I'm going to back him up. Give me the Bengals. 
Okay. Plus three and a half. Plus three and a half. I you, think you, I. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think they I, win? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know. I'll give. I, that's what, no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say that's why I'm giving the Bengals plus three and a half. Like, I can see them losing on a field goal. I think this is gonna be a really, really close game. Is I guess what I'm trying to say here. Uh, yeah. So I'm taking Titans minus three and a half. Um, in Tennessee, uh, is kind of the big deal for me here because I don't think these teams are quite evenly matched, which is like what this line is saying. Yeah. Um. I the thing that worries me, I think, or I think the avenue to victory for uh, Cincinnati is they basically force teams to get into shootouts with them. I mean, they'll yeah. they'll basically give you um, passing plays and just like be like, you're not going to run the ball on us. Like we're going to have a bunch of possessions and the ball is going to change hands a ton of times and everything but like that. Get an um, uh, a extra carry and a half now, John. You have to remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yard and a half for carry. Yeah. Sorry, but, I, they get an extra yard and a half now. But yeah, um, it look, it's if they don't get into that zone, because I think that's the Bengals' path to victory, they make the Titans play the game they don't want to play. But the other thing is the Titans kind of assert their style onto it, and I just think there's a more complete team. They're at home. Um, they're definitely hungry. I mean, they've been right there yeah. for the past three years. Um, so yeah, I'll give it to them, and I think... The winner of KC and Buffalo will head there for the AFC Championship. I agree. I think there's just like this is this is all is um Patrick Mahomes has never had a road playoff game. No, has not. Um, and Weird. He still might not. Um, there's still a chance he, he technically did in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was technically a, a road game, but that's neither here nor there. What uh, the Super Bowl? Sorry, I. My mind was bugging out. In Tampa Bay? Yeah, technically yeah. that yeah. was a road game. Okay. But... Technically, but anyway, no, what I'm trying to say here is, I yeah. mean, if it's our year, we're going to have it at home. I think that's what it comes down to. No, okay. Let, let's not put those generalizations out there, but move on. I'm just anyways. saying, like, you're going to need stuff that's going your way. That's the wrong way to look at things. Like, I don't really know how to say it. Like, <laughs> think about no. New England. Okay, they want to win. No, the Chiefs home, can like, beat four... the Titans. The Chiefs can beat the Titans. In Tennessee. I know at least three of Tom's Super Bowls. He won the conference championship on the road. I'm just saying. It yeah. can be done. Yeah, It but can be. Yeah. Anyway. As long yeah. as you don't have to go, and I know Tampa did it last year. Last year doesn't count. There was no fans. As long as you don't have to go on the road throughout like the entire postseason. Like If you're where Kansas City is right now, you get two home games, one road game. That's very that's doable. Like you yeah, can do that's that. Fair. That's but stupid. if you got to do what Cincinnati's going to have to do, which is one home game, two road games, like that's, there's a huge difference there. Hard. Especially Sorry. playing yep. a team on a bye. Like that that one week off is so beneficial. But we'll move into say worse come to worse. Yeah. If it is the Bills that win, I want the Bengals to win. I'm yeah, actually that's fair. Eh, yeah, I don't know. I kinda want the Titans to win the AFC if we don't, but Oh no. Uh, yeah. Do you know how boring that Super Bowl would be? Titans Buccaneers. <laughs> shut up. John. I would I wouldn't watch. I would not watch that. Hey, everybody Jackson, shut up. Okay, you know everything about this guy. We can talk about this all year, but like, when it comes February, whatever it is, I'm pretty. I I think it's pretty obvious who's going to be lifting it. All right. Well, let's go into Saturday night. We'll get into that jackass later. Saturday night, San Francisco at Green Bay. Packers are five and a half point favorites. I I feel like I'm obligated to start this one. Yeah, Um, go ahead. Man, didn't want to have to face San Francisco, for being honest. Would have rather faced the Rams or Cardinals. But here we are. And, you know, I'm going to be incredibly biased here, as I always am when it comes to Green Bay and Kansas City. Uh, I I like Green Bay minus 5.5. I actually do. You're talking about they got the week off, and it's not just the week off. Unbelievable how many guys are getting back. Zadarius Smith, Jair Alexander, Randall Cobb, Whitney Merciless. Like, they are getting, like, four defensive starters back this week that they haven't had, like, for 15 weeks. It's insane. So I love that. Um, they haven't lost at home. They're the only team that has not lost a home game all year. That's pretty important. And it's the Niners, a warm-weather team, heading up to Lambeau on a cold night in January with Garoppolo injured, Fred Warner injured, and Nick Bosa injured. They'll all play, but none of them are right, you know. To me... 
I think this is not going to be simple. It's not going to be easy for Green Bay by any means, but I got them winning. All right, Josh, you want to go or you want me to go? <laughs> I can just go. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think this is going to be a close game. I do think weather will be a good uh, important factor in this game. But it's just like, is Nick Bosa going to play? I would assume. Like, it's just a concussion. Like, I assume they're going to – at least. Yeah, it's just a concussion. Well, I this mean, is like where we're at in the NFL. Well, like six well, it's days. Nick Bo- it's Nick Bosa. You think he gives a damn about a concussion? It's a six day. Uh, there's not much think? going on in there to begin with. Anyway, but no. Um, this is a tough game. <clears throat> I want to pick Green Bay to win, and I want to pick them the spread. But there's just something in me that wants to take the 49ers. Plus lot, five and a half. It's the trendy pick. A lot of people are on San Francisco plus five and a half. Yeah, I know. I'm going Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay minus five and a half. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm going to go Green Bay minus five and a half as well. Um, the thing this boils down to me Jackson, is a couple of things. Fucked. San Francisco's winning now. No, nah, I think we're fine. Or Jackson's fine. Um, the way I look at this is in Green Bay, um, the temperatures very much just suit the Packers. Um, the Cali team. And, yeah. Uh, and I just think they're better. Uh, and then you mentioned the injuries as well and the recoveries for Green Bay. And it looks like most is going right for them. Um, and then just the eye test of these two teams. I mean, I, I think the Packers are five and a half points better than them at home. Um, if they weren't to cover that, this would be a pretty stressful result for them, I would think. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I will go ahead and take Green Bay. But it could it can be close. It absolutely can. Play and this gets you uh, revenge on the – this gets yeah. you revenge oh, yeah. on the 2019. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I break, I'm break, I've looked at it. If they win this week and then beat Tampa next week, they get revenge for both years. That, that that'd be a pretty sweet scenario for them. And if we and if we play them in the Super Bowl, then they get revenge for this regular season. <laughs> get the Jordan Love game. Uh, yeah, temperature is going to be six degrees at kickoff, which is actually warmer than normal. So, but yeah, warmer than what it is right now. Well, right now in Green Bay, it's nine degrees, but that's during the day. Oh, I'm talking about in Kansas City. Oh, in Kansas City right now, we're looking at 17 degrees. It was negative 11 wind chill on my walk to class this morning. <laughs> it's a seven degree Bro, wind chill. It was right negative now. 17 in Maryville. I don't want to yeah, hear it. Tomorrow is a low of one here. But Shut um, up, Josh. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's do the uh, next game. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so there's that. Um, we go to Sunday. Man, I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, Rams. This is going to be a great day for at Bucks. Bucks are three point favorites. Vegas basically finds these teams even. And man, I gotta say, what a choke job by the Rams. Because if they held on to that seventeen point lead in Week eighteen, this game would be in L. A. But no, they blew a seventeen fucking point lead, and now they have to go to Tampa. And you know what? And That's the Forty Niners wouldn't be going to Green Bay. No, That's the thing. It, too. New Orleans would have made the playoffs. So fuck you. All right, but one. let's not beat around the bush here. This is the easiest pick of the day. Bucks minus three. It's like not even close. Yeah. Bucks minus three. I got nothing else. I got Rams plus three. Wow. All right. Why? Yeah. Go ahead and explain. When you look at this team. I don't know, guys. I'm just trying to climb up. Got no I need a game. We don't got no reason. There's a horseshoe eight inches deep in his asshole. I've said okay? it. Okay, no. And honestly, honestly, Cam Akers had one hell of a game. Sure. Didn't think this right, man whatever, would actually whatever. be back. Defense isn't playing terrible. Yeah. Jackson uh, knew he was going to be a star. But anyway, no. <laughs> Matthew Stafford finally won a playoff game. He might have the jitters gone. Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. is playing good. Cooper Cup's playing good. I mean... Everything's going good for this Rams team. I think this I'm I'm gonna say it. I think this is the best game of the weekend. Could be. I think it's over us. Over us, I think it's the best game of the weekend. It's the second smallest spread. So they do they do have this one uh looking good and looking close. So we'll see. Um I just don't see Tom Brady losing at home, to be honest. I saw some crazy ass stat that said he's won seventeen of his last twenty playoff games. Like that's it's literally almost – that's impossible. Like, that, how the fuck does that happen? I think he's yeah, lost – That's, like, legit the stupidest thing ever. I think he's lost to the Titans in that wild card game, the Eagles in that Super Bowl, and I don't even fucking the, um, know. Who else? Oh, my God. Like, that's how many times he's – like, it's ridiculous. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. But, 
Yeah, I like that. The main reason is I don't trust Stafford. Like, I know he won a playoff game last week. That's fine. He led the NFL in interceptions. At one point in this game, he's going to give Tampa a possession. Uh, I think you guys think, are using uh, logic. Don't use logic. There's no logic to define. I am Tom using. I am not using logic. I'm picking Tampa. Yeah, but, exactly. But don't try to make it Tampa because of Matt Stafford. No, use no. it because there's a stupid. Also, hey, before before Brady, the last, the third last loss from Tom Brady came in 2016 in January. All right, shut up. Let's Denver. go on to the Chiefs. That is I don't want to hear about ridiculous. this. To Denver for sure. Um, here we go. Smallest line of the weekend, smallest line of the postseason so far. Bills at Chiefs, Kansas City, minus one and a half. Can I go first? Yeah, I think, sure. I think Alvy should go first. Yeah. Okay. I have a very weird prediction on this game, but I um <laughs> looking forward I have to, to it. Say, I literally had a dream about this. Okay. Um I respect football dreams. I have them all the time. Yeah. And it this is like my first football dream that's manifested something except the year we won the Super Bowl, I had a dream we won the Super Bowl, but, like, it was in Madden. Like, it was so oh, weird. Okay. But anyway, anyway, um, this was in real life. I was at the game in my normal seat. Um, mm-hmm. The score is 33-32. to 32. Don't, don't ask why, all okay. right? Weird score, I know. Who's winning? 33-32. The Bills are leading, and the Chiefs have the ball at the Buffalo... <laughs> At the Buffalo 10-yard line. Oh, right? they do not fumble, do they? Three seconds left, all right? And the, the clock is stopped, okay. all right? Okay. And um, Harrison Novak's walks out onto the field no and uh, absolutely doinks the shit out of an <laughs> to lose the game, which is why I'm taking Bills plus one and a half. I will be legit shocked if the Chiefs win because the logical side of me in this case says that the Chiefs are outmatched in every facet. The Bills are better defensively. The Bills are better offensively. The Bills are better coached. They are overall a better team. They should win the game despite it being in Kansas City. Buffalo plus one and a half. John set that up so beautifully. That's some good logic. And then when he said Harrison, no vax, I thought, oh shit, he's thinking this shit. Yeah, no, I had a dream in 2019 that we won the Super Bowl whenever we did. That that happened. And you want to know a dream that I had for? And it wasn't a Super Bowl or a playoff game. Yeah. It was for a football game. It was for whenever the Chiefs Packers played like the first time. Yeah. And uh, Mahomes was hurt. Yeah. And I had a dream that uh, we were going to win 33 to 27. I still remember it to this day. I was on the set of NBC Sports. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll tell you my other sports dream, though, was uh, a week before the Champions League final. Like, Tottenham just kept scoring goals over and over and won the game like 20 to nothing in a dream for me. So, let me tell you, they're not good prophecies. If anyone knows how that Champions League final went, it, it, it is thirty three to twenty three somehow, or thirty three to thirty two. Thirty three to thirty two. If it's thirty three to thirty two, and we're going on a game winning, I'll be, drive, I mean, I'm should I do off. a score prediction? I mean, I mean, I'm turning it off. We, we saw that it wasn't line. too bad. If Butker yeah, comes I out mean, for a field goal at the ten yard line, I'm turning it off. And I guess the thing I thought about it too is like thirty three to thirty two. It would require like Buffalo to miss an extra point and hit two <sighs> field goals, and like the Chiefs to like go for two in like the stupidest way ever yeah. so it's not gonna happen it's not gonna Hopefully happen not. if it is ever 33 to 32 at any point in the game if you're listening to this right now i advise you to turn off the tv before yeah if it's it 33 to 32 and you see the chiefs at the 10 yard line with three seconds left just find your remote run as far away from kansas city as you can avoid the bomb before it goes off because avoid the <laughs> internet too Okay, but just, I guess you guys haven't it. even picked yet, so you need to pick. Um, before Jackson, I pick, do you want to go or me? I was going to share one of my sports dreams that I had. Uh, go okay, ahead, yeah. sports dream. 2014, sweet dreams, bro. 2014, July. Oh, talking, Jesus. Oh. We're talking – I, I am 13-years old at this time. And I had a dream that the Royals won the World Series that year. Keep in mind, Oof. they were under 500 when I had this dream. And so I just started, like, you know, manifesting that shit. And I literally thought I was the shit. Like, I literally thought I was the fucking prophet whenever they, like, got to the playoffs, won that wild card game, swept the Angels, swept the Orioles. I literally thought I was a goddamn prophet. And then Madison Bumgarner happened. But, yeah, that's my best sports dream I've ever had. Almost came true. Uh, but, Josh, you can go ahead with Chiefs, Bills. All right. 
Uh, to be honest, I had my prediction literally the second after we did not the second, the day after we won. When I got okay. really think about it. Okay. Um, nothing's changed. Nothing with the Willie Gay situation. Yeah. Um, and a reminder to people who think our chances are sunk because of that. He played like 18% of the snaps against yeah, Pittsburgh. So don't sunk. lose your mind. Don't lose your mind. He's John, overrated. I did forget to ask. Did you make the Buffalo pick truly because of your sports dream? Did I mean no? I I literally said right after that I think Buffalo is a better defense, Buffalo is a better they offense, are. and Buffalo has a better coach right now. So I um think they're. I wouldn't agree with the coach, but anyway, I think Andy has uh, been a fat this year. But okay, I've had I had this prediction the day after, and I've just been thinking about it. Mahomes in the playoffs, crazy. Twenty six passing touchdowns already, and in the kids or twenty two, and he's only twenty six. He's only lost a quarterback named Tom Brady, who we might see in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that list expands. I think Buffalo wins. Give me Buffalo plus a point and a half. All right. Well, I'm on the opposite side of this thing. Really? There are, and it's because of what Josh said. He's seven. Mahomes is seven and two in the playoffs. He's lost to one guy. You think about it. Buffalo beat the hell out of us earlier this season when we were a train wreck. And yet, that game was 31-20, to 20, fourth quarter. Josh Allen throws a pick at about midfield. We're going to get the ball back. And they call bullshit roughing the passer on Frank Clark. That completely killed any chance the Chiefs had to get back in that game. But will the Chiefs make the same mistakes that they did in that game? Like six blown coverages in the first half of like 50 yards? No, they shouldn't. Tyree Kill dropping a pass that becomes a pick six? I hope not. Probably not. Like that's just stuff that was happening to us earlier in the year. Patrick Mahomes, at home in the playoffs, has lost to one guy, and it's the greatest quarterback to ever play football in many people's eyes. So, Josh Allen's got to prove it to me. Can he come to Kansas City and beat us again in the same season? It's hard to beat someone twice in the same season, let alone on the road twice in the same season. I just think, look, I think Buffalo's got a better overall team. I really do. I think they have a better defense by far. I think they probably have a better offensive personnel. But I just think Kansas City at home in this game, they've been there. They want it. I know Buffalo wants to come back after last year and beat the Chiefs. I think Kansas City wins an absolute. It's going to be a tight-ass contest. It's going to be your butt is going to be puckered the entire fourth quarter. It's going to be a hell of a game. I've got it 41-38 Chiefs, opposite of what Josh ha- John has. I have Butker winning it from 54 yards. Cool. 54 John, are you going to the game? I am going to the game. Good. I don't know if I'm excited. John did send last Sunday at about, it was like literally as it turned to midnight. He goes, happy last day, last win of the year, guys. (laughs) Like, today's the final win we're going to have this season. But, yeah. Um, So that is basically divisional round. Um, I think outside of, well, Josh, or uh, yeah, Josh has the Rams winning, but outside of that, if it is, let's say it's Chiefs Titans. And I have the Bengals, and I have Bengals. Oh, you have Bengals. I just don't see it. I had a rule coming into the season. Oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And it just is like, it's going to happen because I've seen it. A quarterback, not, not if they're a rookie, but if they're in their first postseason ever, which Right now, it's only Burrow. They will not win the Super Bowl. It's a rule that I set at the very, very beginning of the season. And that's why my preseason Super Bowl was Bills-Packers. I still feel, kind, you know, I know I picked the Chiefs, but I still feel like that's a very strong possibility. So, we'll see. But, yeah, the Bengals, to me, they stand the least chance out of any team left to win the Super Bowl. Then the Niners? Niners? Hear me out. There is a formula for the Niners. If they yeah, somehow but Niners, you kind of think that when they win, they have to bullshit just a little bit, and that means they have to bullshit three more games but, and two on the road. But if let's say, and this is like a dream scenario for them, but if they upset Green Bay and the Rams upset Tampa, Shanahan owns McVay. The Niners have beaten the Rams six times in a row. Like it's not out of the question. I know that's like a lot of fair, fair. I know, I, I know, that. it's like not that. I would put San Francisco at seven. Cincinnati at eight. I think they're the two teams that stand the least chance. But, yeah, I I just think the inexperience from Cincinnati on top of some of the injuries that they're dealing with puts them at last. Yeah, that's fair. I think think the the three teams that have the best chance are 
and I know this is going to contradict my pick, but I think the three teams that stand the best chance are Buffalo, Green Bay, and Tampa. I think those are the three teams that stand the best odds. How does that – how do you pick the Chiefs? But All right, whatever. Let's, let me say this. The winner of Chiefs – I still believe the Chief, winner of Chiefs-Bills is going to the Super Bowl. I 100% believe that. Um, there's no doubt in my mind. But how do you pick the Chiefs and then put Buffalo over them on that list? Like – Hey, that's a that's a fair point. I I would say Kansas City. <laughs> I, I would say okay, fact. I would say Kansas City and Buffalo are pretty even in odds. I think you look at those four. I think it'll. I know like oh four of the eight. I'm picking fifty percent of the field, but it will either be Chiefs, Bills, Bucks, or Packers that win the Super Bowl. It'll be one of those teams. Okay, that's fair. I will agree with that. And um, I think Bucks and I Packers agree. are a tier above Bills and Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And you were you were starting to ask this before we got sidetracked, but if it's the Bengals or the Titans, I have the Chiefs and the Bills in both games. So yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. I think. Tennessee- and if it's the Packers or the uh, Niners, I have the Buccaneers in both games. So. You have oh, you have the Pat, you have the Bucks beating Green Bay or San Fran. Yep, doesn't matter. I don't know, man. The one thing, like, I know Brady's got a horseshoe stuck up his ass, and I would pick Brady regardless because I'm just never picking against him again. But Tampa's getting hurt at the wrong time. Tristan Wirfs, the best right tackle in football, got hurt last week. Godwin's out for the season. A.B. had his little mental breakdown. Like, I'm not saying they're going to lose because it's Tom Brady and I'm never going to predict him to lose, but they're not at the strength that they were this time a year ago. That's fair. But, that's fair. You know. Uh, so that's pretty much a divisional round weekend. Looking forward to it. Uh, wild card weekend kind of stunk. Do you guys think, this is an honest question, I know it's early in this format, do you guys think they should get rid of the seven seeds? Yes, by far. Because then it gives you the two seed as well to get a bye. Yeah. I mean, I, I loved the format. And granted, it's the format that I was like brought up with. Like It's the format that... I started with as a kid when I watched football, but the 16-game season with six teams in each conference was the best format they had. It just is so much better than this. I uh, This sounds really stupid, but, like, I saw an idea where it's, like, if they can't break the tie for second place, then they let a seventh team in and do it. But if the second-place team is, like, not tied with the third place team, then they give them a bye. That's weird, but it would be interesting. But I think it at least the the one issue I have with NFL playoff setup is that there's like too much emphasis on, I mean, quite frankly, there's too much emphasis on like the tiebreakers. Like if you don't play a team in conference record, who cares? Like, but it's not usually too controversial. So I'm not saying it's a problem. I mean, Seven seeds are 0-4 so far. That's not really a surprise by any means. Uh, there was one seven seed that had a competitive game. The other three have been completely terrible, which, I mean, again, you're talking about a team. Go, go back to 2019, right? Whenever the last season before they put in the seven seed, you're talking about a team getting a first-round bye, playing a team that was the first one to miss the playoffs. Of course that's probably not going to be competitive. Like the, the distance between those two teams is pretty big. So, yeah, I don't know what they – they're not going to change it, but I wish that they would go back to six because six was was tired of seeing mediocre-ass teams in. The Bears last year with Trubisky, I mean, come on. Other than him getting the MVP, like, that was worthless. Uh, The other thing is, like, both two seeds this year basically got a bye. They just had to risk injuring everyone in the process. That's what Nick Wright said. He was like, it's better (laughs) than a bye. Like, it's – because you don't get the rust and you just – you're moving on easily. So, yeah. I I think yeah, you uh, just got to hope no injuries. Yeah, five of the six home teams won last <laughs> week. Five of the six higher seeds won. The only lower seed that won was a five seed. So, or a six seed actually, it was San Fran. But um, you know, that's besides the point. So, we'll move on to uh race for the 10th seed, Josh. Are you ready? Uh, as ready as I'll ever be. Fuck the San or Sacramento Kings. Yeah, fuck All the right, Spurs. Here we too. go. Again, you say San Antonio Spurs, okay? Oh, yeah, the San Antonio Spurs. It is. Zion's a fat ass. Zion's a bust. Oh, it's your New Orleans Pelican. Coming in at number 12. It is. I'm going to say it again. 
How is he still there? How is he a coach? It's Greg Popovich in your San Antonio Spurs. Coming um, in at number Spurs. three and seven in their last ten games. They are ass. Do they get Ben Simmons? Do they get DeMonte Sabonis? No, because Monty McNair has a giant dick up his ass. It's your Sacramento Kings. Coming in at number 10, Damian Lillard still a little bitch at your Trailblazers. Coming in at number 9, it's primetime Kansas City's America's favorite Sydney team. It's the Los Angeles Clippers. Coming in at number 8, He's on the hot seat. He has LeBron. He has Anthony Davis. That's Frank Vogel and the Los Angeles Lakers. Coming in at number seven. I'm going to say it again. I like Popeyes. And that's not racist. It's Anthony Edwards and your Minnesota Timberwolves. All right. There's the race for the 10th seed. Um, Jackson, did you say a little something? I missed it. Did I say what? Did you say a little something there? No, I didn't. I didn't. But yeah. I, I was going to say la bitch, but then I didn't hear you saying No, go ahead. Things. Go ahead. I, yeah, I've probably. honestly used a lot of them, but uh, I, I was going to say <laughs> when la I was, coach. I, when I was doing it. I was going to say la coach fired. That's That was going to be the one I was going to say, but I don't think that one really ran off the tongue. I've no. said. Uh, when I was doing it. Uh, yeah, next week I'll have one You guys literally written. sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks. I'll, so I'll, I just I I'll write one next week. Uh, but I've used La China, La Mickey, <laughs> La. I, I'd have to go back to the podcast. La Vaxxie, anti vax Yeah, I used that one. Um, that that tweet that he had where it's like Ooh. something's real fishy. That shit was so funny. Uh, um. Yeah. While we're talking about NBA, though, I have a question. I want to see what you guys think about this. Okay. So last night in the Clippers game, um, the the uh, the Clippers were up by one, and Aaron Gordon hit a three to go up by two, right? With like 1.7 seconds left in overtime. Facts. Um, and no timeouts were called. Like it was an inbound for the Clippers. The play, like the game was still going on. There was right. no stopping. Right. Um, a member of the Nuggets bench sprints out onto the court Uh-oh. and starts celebrating, causing <laughs> a pseudo timeout. Now, by by the law of the NBA. He should have been ejected from the game, and the Clippers should have been assessed a two-shot technical and the ball. Yeah. Now, effectively, that would have let the Clippers tie the game and have 1.7 seconds to get a shot to win it. How do you guys feel about them not calling a technical, though? So he just ran I'm out on the court? Opinions. Like, yeah, just sprinted out and hugged Aaron Gordon as if it was a buzzer beater. Oh. But, like, there was still two seconds left, and the Clippers had to get the ball in. And, like, the rest had to blow the whistle, get him off the court and everything. That's tough. Like, by NBA rules, yes, that is a penalty. But, or, in, yeah, NBA rules, that is not a penalty, a foul. That's a tech. But, like, are you really, like, a game that was that hard fought going to let that be the difference? Like, No, that is fair. That's See, that's exactly kind of the thing I thought. Obviously, I was really pissed off about it at the time yeah. because as a fan, you're like, give me that. Like, right, that's the right. rule. Yeah, no, you uh, want it. But overall, there is no worse call this year. I swear to you, I've watched a ton of basketball this year. Then it was Josh knows which one I'm talking about. Kings Lakers. Uh, I don't even want to talk. Lakers about it. missed the free throw. It's like a five point game at this point. There's like 20 seconds left, I think. De'Aaron Fox doesn't touch the ball off the rebound, so time doesn't start going. But they did start the timer because the guy thought he was. So they De'Aaron Fox points up at the scoreboard. And he's like, "What the hell? Like the time shouldn't be going." So they stop it. They have about a 10 minute it was about 10 minutes of just complete bullshit conversations and then after all of that they call a jump ball <laughs> it made no sense they didn't even give the kings the ball just because the scoreboard operator messed it up and like well De'Aaron didn't touch it off of the missed free throw so nobody had possession when there was not a laker within 10 feet of De'Aaron fox that is by far the worst call of the season i'm not saying the kings would have won that game but that is just like the most brain dead call of the season. Yeah. All right. Uh, D four of the I... week. John had to run. Oh, John had to run. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and say his D four of the week because I don't know what it is. It's Leicester City. Holy shit! You soccer fans, if anyone saw it, Stevie B, have a day. It would be like if 
we had two Hail Marys and got an onside kick. That's what happened for Tottenham yesterday. Who's your D4 so, of the week, Josh? Leicester City. Oh, you guys got the same one. Yes, because that's if that the rules, if Josh. the Chiefs somehow did it, huh? So that's against the rules. You can't steal somebody else's. All right, fine. It's James Madison of Leicester City. Okay. I don't know anything about this, so just do what you want. Leicester City. Leicester City suck a dick. Okay. I have a D4 of the week that has nothing to do with soccer, as you might imagine. Stetson Bennett, Georgia quarterback. Why the fuck are you going back? You had the storybook ending. You grew up a Georgia fan. You wanted to be the Georgia quarterback. You couldn't get there. They didn't want you. You came back. You became their quarterback, and you won a national championship for them for the first time in, like, what, 30, 40 years? Like, you're like a fucking hero there. You're senior... It's literally a movie. Why come back? You just, like, you'll always be a legend there, fine. Like, that's, they'll never take that championship away. But you really could have gone out on top. You really could have gone out a freaking legend. Instead, next year, you're going to come back. And Georgia's not going to win the national championship game next year. They're going to lose N'Kobe Dean. They're going to lose Jordan Davis. They're going to lose all these defensive players that were the reason they got there in the first place. Just, in my opinion, bad, bad move. And do we really think Stetson Bennett, because the only argument for him coming back is, well, maybe he wants to get, you know, like, more reps for the NFL. Maybe he wants to try and get, you know, That's what I was looked say. at as a better prospect. There's no way in hell Stetson Bennett will ever be an NFL quarterback. So, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I know, you know, you're like, well, Burrow came out of nowhere that one year. It's not happening. He's not going to, at best, he's like a sixth, seventh round pick. Like, that's at best. I don't know why he's doing it. And he might not even win the starting job next year. Like, Georgia might have somebody else. It's Georgia for what we're talking about. So, to me, yeah, I know it's harsh. get a Raising Cane sponsorship. I know it's harsh, but to me, that's D4 of the week. Um, yeah, no debate. All right. You got anything to add, Josh? No. All right, well, you don't got anything? That'll be this week's episode of Primetime KC. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Go Chiefs, go Packers, go Tottenham, uh, and we will see y'all next Tottenham. week. Come on, you Spurs! Come on, you Spurs! Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah. John, you mad. We uh, <laughs> is not a big Tottenham guy, but I do have their ESPN notifications on. You upset that you just said that, and now. All right, dickhead, relax. Okay, I'm a noob fan. All right, uh, but yeah, that'll do it for this episode, and we'll see y'all next week.